Thursday, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of your favorite podcast. It's Do Not Worry, folks. Do Not Worry the Podcast. Uh, it's me, your host, Anthony, with Elijah. He's back after like seven weeks. <laughs> I warned all of you guys. I told you guys months, weeks ago this was going to happen. No, no one believed I'm me. I'm still a part of the show. I added to kill shit. Technically, it's still a part of the show. Yeah, my like, comeback episode. God bless you for being here. <laughs> uh, the other interns were indisposed. Episode 108. Yes. And God damn it. Uf is right. That face you made is how I feel inside yes. when I think about this podcast. Uh, like the video, folks. Subscribe to the channel. Become a Do Not Warrior. Help us reach 10,000 subscribers. Leave a comment. Engage with this video. I'm going to be talking about a couple, a couple of douchey comments we got over the last couple of weeks. You know me. I, I got a douchey comment, and I like to call it out, folks. And one of them from a Lebanese boxing champion. Okay. Who wants me to stop talking about boxing. Can you imagine that? We're going to talk about it, don't worry. Shifit, shifit. People can be really obnoxious. Uh, folks, there's a lot to talk about this week and a lot to catch up on. We're going to give our final opinions on like the whole Barbie thing, Shwambisid, a new anti-gay law, some news like uh, Beirut airport is, in, is messed up, the Beirut air quality is really bad, uh, Ricky's restaurant burned down, Bifareya, folks. Ricky's, okay. the classic Ricky's. We're going to talk about Ricky's in a bit. Uh, Naji Zakaria is now doing commercials, folks. He's doing ads on TikTok. He's doing sponsored posts. It's what I said he should do months ago. Finally, but so no, he's not doing it for supermarkets. That's funny. There's a lot of shit we're going to talk about. Okay, uh, Joyta CDs. We're going to talk about some Joyta CDs videos. He's also going to be a guest on Jadar Dakani's podcast. Lamar. Anyways, first, uh, let me just take a second to thank our patrons. Uh, we couldn't do the show without Patreon. If you guys want to support us, support the show, support the, the interns, uh, please consider supporting us on Patreon. I'm going to thank some patrons in particular a little bit later in the show. So uh, stay tuned to that. And uh, with all of that good stuff out of the way, let's get into uh, what we have. And how you been? You got any updates? Something? What have you been up to for the past month and a half? <laughs> Everything's good? I'm switching jobs. For lots of shit going on. How's the TikTok adventure? It's good. Michel You good? Uh, Anna, we got an animated intro sent by uh, C. Birro. I don't know what C stands for. Maybe it's Sherbil. Thank you to C. Birro. He sent this to us by email. Look, it's just it's just the uh, our our logo animated. He made you know they're all they've all come to life right now. Look at my eyes. Spider Man's nice. moving. Batman's crying. And I wanted to do this. Luai, the guy who did the art for us, like I remember it recommended he wanted to do this like two years ago. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, we'll do it. His wife is an animator and I just never got back to it. Thank you so much to Cibido for the awesome video. Hello, we'll use it. We'll see how, where we can use it uh, in the episode. So Barbie, Barbie, let's talk about Barbie. I said, yeah, I, I'm so sick of talking about this, this goddamn movie. Okay. Uh, we still don't know if it's, yeah, I think Lebanon ended up being one of the only like two or three countries in the world to ban it. Didn't China ban it or something for, for mentioning Taiwan or some country? Because they... Um, I'm like I'm so, China so, something, something like that. Uh, but let's just, we just have a couple of updates. Okay, we still don't know if it's coming out in Lebanon. But what's happened with Barbie is it's become... Remember what for the whole uh, Ramadan or something? It's become like a religious thing. You have a religious extremists, then you have the Christians, this was like, I don't know if this was a parody, but this is 
like literally al nadim jmayl idha tamna arad fin barbi fi salat al cinema fa sanaradu fa sanaradu bi sahat al amma fi lubnanina wa liyamnu fi dawlatihim lakum dawlatikum lana lubnanina yani this has become a political red line it's a fucking movie bro pro barbi or are you against barbi khalas this determined started geopolitical issue new political party kel shi bro it's insane it is legitimately it's nuts it's nuts ushuf we had this um this tweet here from by MTV Lebanon uh, so after the the the, inter- the minister of, of culture said that he wanted to ban it this was MTV tweeted this out معلومات MTV اللجنة المكلفة للرقابة على أفلام السينما والتي تضم ممثلين عن الأمن العام ووزارة الاقتصاد شاهدت صباح اليوم فيلم باربي ولم تجد أي مشهد أو مبرر لعدم عرضه so they were like oh, I mean there's nothing wrong with it I don't know what's happening kept going back and forth i tried calling cinemas honestly la aida you know why la aida sir because barbie is coming out on digital on september 5th five days after it was supposed to come out here on august 31st so la shun bahdil halna nuh asine we la bkhuna jmil shifto nazal we released barbie after months of you guys begging fuck y'all it's coming out on september 5th hd online you can all rent it you can buy it you can stream it download it do whatever you want with it have fun with it they made us wait it's too late again they're so stupid like كانه ما فينا نحضرهم بعدين or like it's بيعملوا big deal out of nothing literally nothing again because the politicians are so bad the country is in such shit that they distract people with barbie with gay people with all the it's it's خلاص عنجد عرفت anyways there's a whole bunch of shit about barbie we still don't know if it's coming out and the whole world i mean i mean manya kalena bro look like saint hoax look at this like officials in kuwait and lebanon have moved to ban barbie as the film is set to open across the middle east nizid bi dubai nizid bi saudiya we don't we don't fucking have it here look at this tweet but uh we don't have electricity our inflation is top five worst in the world our government doesn't do anything this is what they're worried about uh timur here's a tweet lebanon in the past 10 days 14 killed in palestinian camp clashes saudi tell citizens to leave other gulf states issue security warnings uh, uh, Lebanese forces Christian politician murdered in South Lebanon, two killed in Hezbollah Christian resident clashes, and then Hezbollah minister says that they will ban Barbie. It's just, it's crazy. We don't even care anymore. Honestly, whoever, the people paying the price are cinema owners, and if they don't care, if they're not making a fuss out of this, then I don't care anyways. Fuck everybody. Fuck this whole stupid thing. We kind of talked about it last week. I just wanted to give the final official uh, update. Outcome. Ala Barbie, Rafuna, yeah, man. خلاص, I'm gonna watch it just the way I watched Spider Verse. Fuck it, streaming on my laptop. Shaket will be my 55-inch TV. I enjoyed it as close as you can get to the movie theater. I've mentioned Ninja Turtles like on the last episode. It's also been postponed till mid-September. It's just been postponed till mid-September. We don't know if it's been banned. Globally or Oh, it's been out everywhere in the world. I think I know what if they ban it I know what's going on there was a tweet like three weeks ago it was a troll they were like oh they made Master Splinter gay in the new Ninja Turtles movie people on Twitter started to freak out that they made Master Splinter gay he's not gay they didn't make him gay someone was just fucking around on Twitter so maybe they saw that tweet they panicked they made Master Splinter gay we have to ban it Apparently, there's a new gay law being drafted. So this is by Dumit Azi, a tweet. Important, a draft law against homosexuality prepared by the Ittihad Center for Research and Development, between parentheses, Hezbollah. What the law includes in brief, the practice of homosexuality is clearly criminalized, whether with or without the consent of the parties. 
Uh, the criminalization of promoting homosexuality that is even mentioning the word homosexuality, gay, like we're doing now, just saying the word gay, will be criminalized in all institutions, including media institutions with a prison sentence ranging from 7 to 10 years. Gay. So just saying <laughs> gay can put you in jail for 7 to 10 years. That is absolutely... The Ayabalad banned the word completely. I don't know, man. This is just insane. This is this is going to like religious extremism. Dude, I would literally leave the country if this were enabled. I ain't even gay and I'll fucking leave the country because I want to say the word gay as often as I fucking want to. You're queer or you got caught in public for your one to three years in jail. If you get caught in public? I don't think any of this shit's going to pass if it does pass. It's a big problem. Criminalizing same-sex relations between Lebanese outside Lebanon and handing them over to Lebanese authorities to prosecute them. Hey! Oof, that's gonna... I haven't even read this one. Same-sex between Lebanese outside Lebanon? You mean you're going for like, bro, I have like family members who are gay and married outside of Lebanon. Good luck getting to them. Uh, not, not that they should. God bless them. I love my gay cousins. <laughs> uh, and the final tweet says, if it is approved... And he also says that it is unlikely it will put Lebanon at the bottom of countries in terms of human rights and public and individual freedoms. This law is part of the intimidation campaign waged by Hezbollah and an attempt to create moral panic. Well, there's a whole uh, like PDF of the law. Again, we've talked about this a million times every few months. There's a new campaign against gay people, against refugees, against Barbie. This is all distractions. The country is shit. Politicians are robbing you blind. None of us have money. They fucked this country, Muffy. They, they, they don't know how to get rid of fucking trash, the garbage crisis, Shuma Betcon crisis, pollu uh, corruption, pollution, Bajjalpar. I nearly died. Every, 300 people died. Everything is fucked. You have no future here if you're young. If you're graduating from high school or college, you have no future. But they want you to worry about a guy kissing a guy, a girl kissing a girl, somebody watching Barbie. And all that stupid <laughs> shit. What the fuck on yeah. the Barbie thing? That's the th the problem is that people that are dumb enough to take the bait. Yeah, and I, yeah, hate, I get it. I get it. You hate gay people. Don't you hate the government a little bit more? Political pan Nazal Jibran Basir am Yahke his new speech like anti LGBT, okay, for nuclear families getting fucked with corruption. Usually, kill, be crow like Jibran Basir. Subhanallah, kill comments, Saru, our she be Ulusah, bravo, Ali. This is the game they play. That's why they hop on this anti LGBT trend. Lebanese people are still. وكتير أنتي جاي نحنا بلبنان برو تيك توك كلمة تنزل شيء that if you, if you remotely mention that you're kind of pro gay people who like hey maybe they should have rights air fake وبال gay مقرفين لوت hey what the fuck I made video recently عن واحد بقول إنه حلقة مش لازم للرجال ما أعرف شو I did like a video completely different than what I do and I'm back about this موضوع I did some good arguments وهيك إيه I got good likes وكتير في عالم معي بس ما فيك تتخيل I did people you know like انت جاي او انت مره او like as if being a woman is an insult ما بفهم it's it's just so stupid man شعب مهبيله like it's there, there's no there's no point in even arguing with anyone بس انه no. anyways i just wanted to highlight that this is where we're at uh, again gay people heart go out to you you know uh, if y'all are struggling Good stay luck. In the, stay in the closet <laughs> And normally, you know, I'm always staying in the closet. Keep it hidden. All right, keep it hidden. This is for your own good. Okay, man, don't tell anybody. You think it's safe to tell your friend? Keep it fucking shh. All right, be gay in secret. That's what you got to do here. Even me just saying this could, you know, put me in jail for seven years. And there was also, uh, on Maudua, sticking to Maudua, il gaze for one moment. There was a video of a guy called Sami Fatfat Mabatfu. He's like the son of some politician. Oh, she hake. I don't know much about him. But a video of him went viral online. But I'm telling I support gay people. Who people should support them in Haram. And I'm not going to let anyone gay people, etc. And he said, 
good things, the bare minimum of like uh, what a tolerant person should say. Twitter, quote tweets, let's just see Adil Alam. Adil ليمين بده يقرب عليهم الفكرة إنه هن ما بيقربوا عغيرون. أنا تبسز مياف هالنارتيف إنه جاي بيبل خلاص بدي يركبوا كل رجال بالما بالبلد يعني ما ما عنده شيء ضدهم بس ما يقربوا عليه. It's so narcissistic. By the way, this guy's name is Bakir Karaki. Just want to highlight these people. Check on the mic at demo. I think has a podcast. Yeah. It is a mic. Yeah. Oh, that looks like this mic actually. It does. It looks like your mic. Looks like the same mic. This is me. If I if I went bald much earlier in my life. عنا خواري خواري زي خواري زمي 99 ما حدا بده يقرب عليهم هن ما يقربوا على حدا قبل كانوا اذا يعرفوك ستريت حتى لتهج تهيجوا عليك قبل كانوا اذا بيعرفوك ستريت حتى لو لو تهيجوا عليك ما يقربوا هلا ترايت يو مايت لايك ات اه اوكي انه هلا جاي بيبل ما عندهم بيهجموا عليك تاينيكو بيهجموا بيهجموا عليك غينا شمه يو مايت بي وان اوف ذيم تو انسر ذيس واي يا شيت بيسز مي اف اذا حدا سبورتس ذيس خلص يو جاي از ويل هون عندنا مين سوري هون عندنا على خشيش او علي خشيش سوري اي ريد ات ان انجلش ان اربيك الله يعيننا الله يعيننا سنه زمان والشواذ اللي كانت نكته طول حياتنا والتنفر وقرف بتصير تقرب قرب شوا شوا عقول الجيل الجديد وواجبنا نواجه ناس من مريضه <تصفيق> بلا شرف <تصفيق> واخلاق بلا واخلاق نايس سي اول ذيس فاكينج كريزيز برو ذات وي شير هيدا اسمه موسى ليك هلوطه ليك اي جريت يو نو وات اي مين وهون عندنا يحيى التنجي ابو غيث This is going to be progressive. تفو عليك واطي بده شو يبدو انك واحد من هذه الفئه الشاذه عن الاخلاق والدين والقيم الانسانيه الحميده. And all he said was like yo we should know he's like no, lot, no and I've, I've lived abroad I've traveled I've seen how these people live you know we should respect them. He just said the most basic things you know they have rights so haram everybody knows someone who's gay bro all of you homophobes you have gay friends and family maybe they haven't told you لانه خايفين منكم انا I have like four gay cousins that I know of two of them are married. عادي برو اتس فاكينج اوكي يعني وقت بتسبوا جاي بيبول عم بتسبوا عائلتي عم بتسبوا ماي لافد وانز ماي بلود اول رايت سو فاك يو مذر فاكرز اوكي يو كومينج فروم ماي لافد وانز بوليتيشنز دونت نو ات ذي هاف يو وات ذي دوينج مثلا بيو اس اي وتش از اوبن مايندد امبارح اي ثينك قتلوا ا وومن هو ستريت بس لانه حاطه جاي برايد فلاج قدام محله اتس باد ايفريوير اكيد ان ذا ستيتس كمان انه اتس واي مور اوبن مايندد ذان هير بس لتشوف انه انه قديش لايك هيت سبيتش كان تيك ات بتنيك الدنيا يعني اكيد يا نو يو كان انا يو كان نيفر اندر استيميت ذا افكتس اوف هيت سبيتش ويو نو كايند اوف انكرجينج ذس نيجاتيف ريتوريك اتس فيري اتس دينجروس اتس دينجروس ليتس جو ان ليتل نيوز ابديت فولكس على السريع ذير ا كابل اوف ثينجز ذات ار ذات سيم انتريستينج بس وي غانا جيت تو ذا موست امبورتنت بيس اوف نيوز Beirut air quality apparently is really bad. It's shocking. <laughs> We're going to talk about some news, folks. Uh, there's a couple of articles that I just said. Yeah, one of them is in French. Liban, l'air de Beirut devient irrespirable à cause de la multiplication des générateurs d'électricité au diesel. I tried to find this in English to spare you here listening to me in French. Basmalit. Uh, basically, they're saying that Beirut's air has become is becoming very, very polluted and toxic because of all of the generators and motorat that are constantly on actually once get, i was driving down to beirut and you literally see a dark cloud floating over yeah, beirut at like all times now it's kind of disgusting and 
It's not like Hone Azbat Bazu or Shirkit Gaharaba and all that shit. I know. Basinu like still Beirut, which was relative. Beirut is way worse. It's really bad now because it's literally you just see a dark cloud hanging over the city. So let's just read a little bit and ask Hone what they're saying. All right, so I translated it into English. We're just going to read it in English. On the heights of Beirut, it, it is an end-of-day ritual, especially in summer from landscape. Terraces, families admire the view of the sea and the Lebanese capital. Rima comes every day. In the distance, the city is drowned in a thick cloud of pollution. Do you see this color above the city? Shows Rima. It is a mixture of brown and gray. Yesterday it was worse. Because of this, friends are sick. There are more and more cases, especially in children. I shouldn't be making a voice. This is serious. Crushed by heat... Coupled with a humidity of 60%, Beirut suffocates. The level of air pollution is exploding in the Lebanese capital. At issue, road traffic, but especially the multiplication of generators powered by diesel. Because since 2019, the electricity of Lebanon network has only provided a maximum of three hours of electricity each day. Ultra-polluting machines installed in the basements of some buildings because there's more public electricity. I have to... Khalas, fuck it, right? I don't need to read more of this. But I think it's very true. I mean, even if there's no to prove that this shit's polluting. I mean, last year I went to Germany. Something that came from the Germany, like the air that's not other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know? it's, we, we, what we breathe in here, bro, is, is complete poison. Not only is the air unbreathable in Beirut, uh, our airport is fucked. <laughs> Check this out. Beirut Airport safety fears flagged in global watchdog report. And I thought I had seen some videos of not I thought this was going to be that. It's not that. We have way more serious problems than from time to time. Okay, so so according to the report, ATC staff shortage is a serious safety issue which could have critical repercussions for aviation in Lebanon. When controllers are overloaded with work, there is a higher risk of errors which could have catastrophic consequences. An aviation expert who requested to remain anonymous told the national. So basically, we don't have enough uh, like controllers, the people that sit in those towers and like make sure that planes we have like a third of the staff that we're supposed to have which means that horrible shit can happen but anyways, you can read that uh, article and have some fun because the real important news that I want to talk about folks the real tragedy that it was going to cost Lebanon and set us back 20 years Ricky's folks, Ricky's Bifareya <laughs> Fire destroys Ricky's restaurant in Fareya. Now, for those of you who don't know, first let me just read then we'll talk about, a bit about Ricky's. And Tabtari Ricky's? Everyone's always pointing at the camera, taking photos, yeah, yeah, wearing the colorful hats. The fire, the cause of which has not yet been determined, broke out at around 5 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Let's read a little bit. Beirut, a fire that broke out at dawn on Wednesday has completely destroyed the famous Ricky's restaurant in Fareya. Civil defense spokesman Elia Aboud confirmed to Lorient Le Jour. Aboud added that no casualties resulted from the blaze. Thank God. The restaurant, which was built entirely of wood, caught fire for that. That'll do it. You know what I mean? You're built entirely of wood. That's going to catch fire. <laughs> no, it's like the yeah, they highlight. Built entirely of wood. As if they're happy. No, the restaurant, which was built entirely of wood, caught fire at 5 a.m. Aboud said, explaining that firefighters managed to put out the blaze at around 8 a.m. Three, and in three hours of a restaurant built entirely out of wood, that's enough to completely fuck that shit up. The civil defense team is on its way to the restaurant to try to determine the cause of the fire. I think the party came just kthir walan, bro. That's what happened. It was a joke in kthir. It was just hot. Myriad reports abound. Uh, Twitter. Let's see. God damn. How the fuck? How the fuck are there no casualties? It started at 5 a.m. Ah, okay, okay, that's why. So, uh, that's what happened. Myriad reports abound as to the cause of the fire, although none has been verified thus far. Some internet users claim to have heard the sound of an explosion before the flames spread. Is this another case of Merfa Beirut? Have the Israelis attacked 
And do we have a con- have, you know conflicting reports? Did someone hear jets? I'm not. Frikis welcomes tourists and partygoers all year. The establishment is popular with regular visitors, etc., etc. Anyways, this was just heartbreaking because, like we said, Rikis is a uh, yeah, it's a national staple. For those of you, I know. I wish I was I know we have some young viewers who don't know about Ricky's, so I went on, go- on the Googles. I've never been to Ricky's for the record. I've never been. I don't think I would like it. But you see all the colorful hats. You know what I mean? This, is, this, is, this looks like it was taken in the early <laughs> 2000s. You know, look at, these, look at these vintage folks. Look at the and the Rikis and all the colored hats. <laughs> I was trying to find people pictures of people pointing at the camera. But Rikis, all Rikis photos, they point at the camera. Anyways, cringe performances that come out of their best folks. From the ashes, we will rise. I got this off their Instagram. They just, folks, fucking Rikis. Fucking Rikis. Fucking Rikis. Pointing at the camera for you. For you. Ricky, this one's for you. <laughs> Once they rise from the ashes, I'm gonna go to Ricky's for the first time. Sponsor us. show <laughs> We go take the whole crew to Ricky's. Yeah. We wear the hats. We point at cameras. We do the whole. <laughs> I want the whole shebang. Hasa <laughs> conspiracy theories. Allegedly, you know, insurance. My insurance claims. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe one of the employees burnt it down. They get the insur- the fire insurance money. They build Ricky's back up bigger and better, baby. Ricky's 2.0. Hell yeah! Let's talk about some comments. Some YouTube, you know, guys. And uh, when I get some douchey YouTube comments, I like to talk about them, just because I like calling out people who are uh, no, Especially this this comment in particular really annoyed me. Uh, by uh, Mbasso, bless you, Mbasso. Thank you for watching. You know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> I just wanna I wanna talk about this. This was this was like two weeks ago. I don't even remember when this happened. But uh, no, we skipped last week, so you get it now, Mbasso. You thought I'd forget, but I didn't. So Mbasso writes this comment, he says, the other guy has no place on the podcast. I think he was talking about Nadim because it was just me and Nadim, I think, in that episode. Yeah. So Nadim Biktublu, you mean me? And then Nadim says, bro, imagine being named Mbasso. Anyways, that's not the point. Nadim's replies are not the point. Then I reply, I say, we all love Nadim, my dude, and your comment does nothing to change anyone's opinion, but thanks for sharing, I guess, great input. He says, I know that, huh? The show is cool, the guy doesn't look at the camera, He's smoking his vape, probably Seridla, because he can't even put a sentence together. I don't know, bro. That's just my opinion or observation. It, it, it would have been fine if he just left it there. I disagree with what he's saying. But so no, he could have left it there. But then what he said was really funny. He's like, but then the customer is always right. And he puts customer between quotations. The customer is always <laughs> right. So honestly, what I think is, I'm like, this isn't a Subway restaurant, my guy. So no, the customer is not always right. If I listened to everything my viewers suggested, the show would be unwatchable, yep. which is true. But so no, like, this is a different kind of entitlement, bro. What customer? Are you paying for this? You're not paying for this. Nope. If, if anyone is considered close to a customer, you could say it's the patrons because they support us financially. They, they contribute to the show every month. I can pay the interns. We can keep the show going. We can keep the lights on. We can change our equipment when it's faulty. If anyone here is my customer, and if I owe anything to anyone, kind of, you could say, it's our patrons. Best to know, just, you're just tuning in, popping in on the show that we're putting time and money in to make. No, bro, the customer is not always right. Like, again, you're not buying chantish de sandwich, I'm like a chicken teriyaki sandwich, my, my uh, sweet chili sauce. 
Where would you? No, you're not always right, bro. Not I hate. Look, man. Everybody's got opinions. People tell us the show's too short. People tell us the show's too long. Don't talk about this or talk about this more. I constantly get conflicting feedback from everyone. So if I, Anjad, if I listen to everything that everyone said, the show would be would have would be a clusterfuck, bro. Because you're trying to please everyone, but I'll please no one. So Anna, I always stick to what I'm doing. I listen to obviously advice or feedback. I implement it a little bit. But it still needs to be a show that I think is going to be entertaining and that I think makes sense. So it's just the level of entitlement. The, the customer is always right. Bro, what? Again, I appreciate you watching, man. Listen, no, like, how did this? So this comment, keeping this comment, and you guys know I do this all the time when we get comments like this. There was another comment that we got on the last episode. Uh, but it's not from just like some random person. We got it from actually a, a Lebanese boxer. Who's out there fighting uh, in the States? Lol. So, this is what he wrote. So, on the last week, Asariya, I just mentioned, Nadim asked me what I thought about the uh, Jake Paul, the Nate Diaz fight. And I just very quickly, it was maybe 20 seconds that I talked about it. Asariya, I, I said that Nate Diaz probably thought that you know, fighting Jake Paul you know, in boxing is going to be less dangerous than an MMA match. So that's all I said. I said it take Asariya. I didn't give any context, I didn't explain anything. Nadim Saloum, who is a Lebanese boxer fighting over in the States. I didn't even know he watched the show until he left this comment. He says, boxing gloves are less damaged than MMA gloves. Bro, I respect your love for the sport. Just don't talk about boxing if you don't know boxing well. Okay, first of all, Nadim, thank you for watching the show. I don't know you. I've, I've seen Nadim Saloum once in my life, and I said hello to him. Second division. Beirut. I hate these comments, bro. You don't come into someone's comment section on my show. No one asked you to watch. I don't even know why you're here. Don't talk about this. Like, don't talk about boxing. First of all, first of all, as a boxer yourself, let's ignore the thing that I said, whether it's right or wrong, because I think I can make an argument for what I said on the podcast two weeks ago to be completely right, and we can have a debate about it. It doesn't matter. Even if I said that golf is more dangerous than boxing even if what i said was completely wrong you have no right to come up over here and tell me don't talk about boxing first of all you don't own boxing bro you didn't in, you didn't invent boxing just because you're out in new jersey <laughs> i respect you're fighting in the states or you're winning matches great but just because you're fighting some dudes in a parking lot in new jersey doesn't mean you own boxing boxing if anything, you should be encouraging people like me to talk about boxing, bro. I know, ever since I started boxing six months ago, it's been the best experience of my life. I keep talking about how much of a positive experience it is and how much it's changed my life. So to have someone to be like, don't talk about it, it's so counterintuitive. Because, <laughs> okay, first of all, uh, what <laughs> science, Logically speaking, your bare hands are more dangerous than... The stuffed uh, gloves you wear, they're, they're also dangerous. You have a pussy hobby. No, no, there is. My boxers get defensive. And we're going to get into what, what, what I said, what's more dangerous, boxing or UFC. Boxing long-term is more dangerous. So what he's saying, and I wasn't even elaborating on that point. Jake Paul, a YouTuber. Yeah, for Nate Diaz, who's used to getting shins to the head and elbows to the face for him a fight a one-time boxing match against a youtuber on paper it's safer for him than a ufc match and i'm willing to debate that point with you anytime again it's just to come into my show and be like don't talk about this you're supposed to encourage people 
to talk about the sport. You're supposed to be an ambassador for boxing. You know how many people have reached out to me since I started boxing and talking about boxing on the show to tell me that I've either inspired them to start boxing or they used to box Menzamin or Yamlu, some kind of martial art. They stopped for a while and I encourage them to pick it back up because of how much they can tell that I'm enjoying it. So again, someone like you should want someone like me to constantly talk about boxing and to constantly spread the gospel of boxing and how awesome of a sport it is because hey boxing was on the decline for many years yeah and the young people aren't watching boxing bro they're not watching it you know what helps weirdly enough fucking annoying ass influencers like jake paul that stuff actually brings young people's attention to boxing so even as annoying as influencer boxing can be it's actually done a lot to help the sport someone like me someone you think and i'm trying to be like a professional boxer and fight i've i've talked many times on here about my bruised rib my concussion if anything I've very clearly spoken about how dangerous boxing is. Even when you're doing light sparring for fun, you can get hurt. So nothing I've said here tries to suggest that boxing is, is not uh, dangerous or whatever. But again, it doesn't matter what I said. I really hate it when someone comes here. And it doesn't matter if you're a boxer or anything, bro. Don't tell me what to say on my podcast. Let's read my reply to Nadim. They fought with 10-ounce gloves, standard UFC gloves, or 4 ounces. So how exactly is that not more damage? Exactly. Also in boxing, there are no elbows or knees to the face. Sure, long-term health of boxers is usually worse because of repeated trauma to the head, even with bigger gloves and headgear. I was just talking about this fight, and yes, it's less damage. I get that you're a fighter, but I don't appreciate being told what not to talk about. Maybe you could try correcting me instead of being a douchebag. And again, yeah, and instead of being like, well don't, don't talk about boxing, hey, correct me. Yeah, you know, Anthony, I appreciate your love of the sport. It's very cool. Just one small note. I noticed that you said this, but this is how it should be. Mish, don't talk about boxing. What the fuck, man? And again, I'm happy for you that you're out there and you're boxing. But so no, just don't be a dick about it. Then he did reply after I put out, but here's a couple of photos of him, by the way. Hey, the Nadim Saloum, he's the bald guy. Here's, there he is again. But when I say bald guy, I don't mean it as like an insult. I'm just a thoughtful mean. Here he is right here. That's our boy Nadim. Uh, let's, then once I, I replied, and he was a lot more respectful in the reply. He said, I'm willing to, but the first line, he says, I'm willing to correct to someone who was asking and willing to learn, not stating wrong facts. No, you're not asking people, you're telling people. So you're not willing to learn. I'm willing to correct someone who is asking and willing to learn. Oh, so, so, I guess, so I guess I need to ask him permission. Like, Mr. N Papa Nadim, am I allowed to talk about boxing? <laughs> can I continue my boxing lessons? Papa Nadim, please, am I allowed? Don't get me wrong, to be honest. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, to be honest. I didn't mean it. I didn't say it in an offensive way. But 13 boxers die every year as an average because of brain damage. No one's arguing that. You can even Google what's worse and you'll see it yourself. And I never said it in my head. He's taking a, a 10 second line. I said, Anthony, خلص, I stated that boxing is not dangerous. Oh, he just passed. He wants it to sound dangerous. There's a couple of reasons. There's a couple of reasons why I said it. Smaller gloves, knees, elbows, break your nose and cut your skin. But it won't make as much brain damage as boxing gloves. So a boxing fight is 100% more damaging to the brain for a 40-year-old fighter than an MMA one. And if you need to learn more about it or have any questions, feel free to ask. You seem like such a nice person to talk about boxing with. Anjad, you seem like so pleasant. This one, he's not wrong. But again, I said that in my reply to him. I was like, yeah, I know, long-term boxing brain trauma is worse and let me explain it to you guys he's like he's talking about boxing he's like having a seizure it's okay bite on it or something 
while I finish. I forget it. this comment is, is literally paraphrasing what you said. I already, <laughs> I know, because I know he's trying to be like, you don't know your shit to matah kind of boxing. So first of all, yes, boxing, weirdly enough, a lot of you guys watching is more dangerous than MMA. Even, even uh, bare knuckle boxing is technically safer than boxing. Because the reason is the fact that you're wearing gloves makes boxing seem deceptively safe. Because who are you eating these punches? You're not getting cut as much. You're not getting. You're not breaking your nose as quickly in a fight as you would if you're in MMA. So the fights last much longer, and you're getting all this repeated trauma to the head. Also in boxing, 90 like five percent of the punches that are thrown are aimed at the head. It's something like MMA. You have kicks, kicks yeah. to the legs, submissions, the submissions, grappling. You're not being only hit on your head. You're being hit ev everywhere. Boxing, 95 percent of it, it's focused on your head, and because you're not getting cut as quickly or injured as quickly because of the, the bigger and more padded gloves, the fights go on for much longer. So all of that brain trauma accumulates and long term, you're way more fucked. Boxing fights are only one thing. Firoshi came in, he ran the gloves bigger, the area of impact of the punch, it's bigger than the normal punch. Prob long term wise, it's... That's probably true as well. I'm coming in when people wear headgear. People think that it makes it safer. No, headgear only protects you from cuts and bruises and stuff. Best the the impact to your brain and concussions, it's the same. So if anything, headgear can make boxing technically even more dangerous because it's giving you this false sense of security. You're like, ah, I'm wearing a headgear, I'm fine. I can eat a few more punches to the face when in fact you're doing yourself a big disservice. Bare knuckle boxing for some reason, it's sa technically safer than boxing because the fights don't last as long because someone is either gonna kill a concussion or get knocked out much quicker or they're gonna get some kind of injury that needs to stop the fight. Fights don't last as long, so it's technically safer. It's still very fucking dangerous. Same in the UFC, bro. He's, the way he's talking about UFC makes it sound safe, bro. UFC, have you ever eaten a shin to the head? UFC, you can crack fucking skulls, bro. Cracks get, crack, skulls get cracked in UFC. Fucking shins to the face, elbows to the face, knees to the fucking face. It's fucking brutal. So, Kamena, it is extremely dangerous and in many aspects more dangerous than boxing. It's just boxing. Kamena, Mishpas professional fights. One of the reasons why I was saying that a, a Nate Diaz boxing match isn't that dangerous is because it's a one-time boxing match against Jake Paul. He's probably not sparring a lot based on how Nate Diaz performed. Most of, a lot of the damage that these fighters get isn't even in the actual match. It's in their training when they're preparing, mm. and if they're doing a lot of hard sparring, some fighters do hard sparring almost every day. And that is what causes concussions. In my opinion, I don't think Nate Diaz can be super hard sparring every single day and living a boxer's lifestyle. He did one exhibition boxing match. But I think on paper, this was one situation where he deemed it was safer. Not even me, the professional commentators who are paid to commentate on the fight were talking about how much Nate Diaz probably prefers this over an MMA match because it's safer. Is it me saying that boxing isn't safe? Again, I've sat here with a bruised drip. I've gotten two bruised drips over boxing. That's not safer. It doesn't make it safe. It's just safer. No combat sport is safe. Man, no, you're going to get in a... Unless it's like jujitsu or mafi contact or you're punching each other in the face. It's just wrestling and stuff. Nothing is safe. That's also dangerous. And you could take sarad Akid. Again, regardless, even if I came up here and said that basketball is 10 times more dangerous than boxing... I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate anybody coming here and telling me what to say. And Nadim, I'm being nice. I'm honestly, I think I'm, I'm being nice in this segment because we know some people in common. I know your brother, uh, Rabia. I've met him a couple of times. We've interacted on social media a couple of times. And the, your boxing coach, the person who taught you how to box, is my boxing coach, the greatest coach in Lebanon, Coach Sherb Al Khoury, who I'm sure you would agree, Nadim, is the best coach in Lebanon. Here's my coach as I talk about. Look at look at this beast of a man. He's the guy who taught Nadim everything he knows, and I'm sure Nadim loves and respects the coach. 
So Nadim, you, now that you know who my coach is, you know I'm in good hands. You know the person who's teaching me knows what he's talking about. Thank you for offering to help me to teach me uh, about things that I don't know about about boxing. But I think I'm good with Kochi right here. Uh, and before we even before we even shot that episode where Nadim commented, we were talking Anna coach and a couple of other fighters. And no, like boxing theoretically is the most dangerous one. It's even more dangerous than bare knuckle fighting. So I don't know what he thought he wanted to do with this comment or why he would try to discourage someone who so clearly loves boxing, who boxing has changed my life. So for you to try to dissuade me from talking about something that Anjad, I have so much passion for. You have such a, it has such a positive impact. Such you. a positive impact. Like with negative energy towards it. Negative energy and someone who's supposed to know better. Someone who's supposed to be a champion and representing Lebanon. And you're just like, don't talk. Boxing influencer. It has to ask for permission. I don't get it, bro. Super douchey. Uh, I really don't appreciate these kinds of comments. Uh, if you want to change this industry for the better and if you want to grow boxing you need people like me as much as you might dislike me or dislike what i have to say about boxing you need people like me to 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 black us encourage people and to show them how awesome boxing can be instead of trying to silence and that's maybe i went a little bit too long but this is how much this is how much i love boxing folks and this is how much i fucking hate it when someone no matter who it is tells me what to say and not to say on my fucking podcast there's it's my name on the channel nadim Okay, good luck in your other fights. That should be like the customer Bless is always you. right. The customer is always right. I asked for jalapenos in this sandwich. Folks, before we get into our next topic, John Masidis, <laughs> let me just take a second to thank two new patrons, folks. We have Bonnie, a superhero patron who just joined our Patreon. Thank you, Bonnie, superhero patrons. And we can't, we can't do this without you guys. You guys are some of our VIPs. We love you, Bonnie. Thank you so much for joining the family. And Tar U, or Tar EW, I don't know how you want me to read your name, Tar. As a blonde I patron, Tare El, maybe. Tare, thank you so much for supporting us, Anjed. Really appreciate you. We cannot do this without our amazing patrons, Anjed. I cannot pay the interns without you. That means we cannot edit the episode. We can't do shit. I would give up without Patreon. So, Anjed, thank you guys. And let me thank some other blonde patrons like Heather Jabber, Leonardo Sawaya, <laughs> Joe Badur, Le Josh, Saumon Fumé, Lucas with an R, and Dr. Octopus, and some superhero patrons like Daniel Nechle. Uh, Rassan Hamoud, Jabdallah, Maroon Bouslaiman, and Kevin Massad, and our Gatier patrons, Jessica Ann, Rifat Fakih, and Burgery, the greatest burgers in Tripoli. If you guys would like to support us on Patreon, if you would like the show to keep going, folks, uh, check the link in the description. Find a tier that's right for you. Uh, we will very much appreciate you. And yeah, moving on. Now I know, folks, I promised Joy Tassidis in his DMs on Instagram that I would stop talking John about Tassidis. him ever since he <laughs> threatened to sue us. I like reminding people. We, jo Joy Tassidis threatened us with litigation. He wanted to sue us for sharing a true story about him and his brother on this podcast. Hello, we've put that behind us. I wish nothing but the best for Joy and his brother. But there's some videos that Joy dropped on Instagram or TikTok, whatever. That caused some controversy that I kind of want to talk about. I kind of want to. What is doing? Allah is causing controversy. Kithir, he's he's getting on people's nerves a lot. So people are the people are turning on you, yeah, Joy. People can't. Habuku, you still have your fans, but so he deletes negative comments, so it's hard to gauge. <laughs> okay, so first of all, this picture uh, was trending on Twitter, and I'm gonna read some of the quote tweets and stuff. So here is a screenshot of of one of Joy's uh, videos where he's maktub. He's sitting in a jacuzzi. Okay, team. When people told you to get a regular full-time job instead of being a blogger, but now in the middle of the week, you're sipping sangria in a jacuzzi at the beach, making money doing what you love while they are sitting behind their desk for eight hours a day watching you on their screens while criticizing. 
on his Instagram, he wrote, you just have to believe in yourself and stop listening to the critics. You will thank yourself later. You're saving the world. You're changing the Lebanon. What a hero. The hero we, we need, this we didn't know uh, we deserved. The Dark Knight. <laughs> so only we have a quote tweet by <laughs> Falula. Says, I hope this blogger trend ends soon and you find yourself jobless, penniless, and have to sit behind a desk like the rest of us. By the way, many of us don't have desk jobs and like what we do. You spiteful, spiteful, spiteful person. Onana Stephanie Hoyek. This is your reminder not to make stupid people famous. If you need a privileged, tasteless blogger to guide you on what you eat, then you're the problem. Asde, your taste buds are here for a reason. Food blogging is a scam. Asan, what is food blogging? What hey, the fuck? You're getting paid to say wow. <laughs> blogs used to be stuff that people wrote. This was a blog, was a, a written article in a way. Coming from a privileged background, one finds it easier to pursue projects without financial distress, while many others are compelled to work desk jobs to make ends meet. Privileged individuals should express gratitude for their background, as it often plays a significant role. It's probably not wrong. I'm sure Joy comes from a well-to-do family, which ain't nothing wrong with that. Usama says, being a blogger slash influencer has been another way for privileged people to continue claiming superiority over people, as if not the only reason they were able to do what they do is because of that privilege. Fuck right off, pretending they're producing some groundbreaking content. I agree about the groundbreaking and content. Judge content. Anyways, you wanna wa let's watch this video, this Hone Adam Bishop Sangria. Life changing content. I'm gonna mute it just in case. He's sitting in a pool, there's probably some shitty song playing. <laughs> wow, this is like this is groundbreaking stuff. I don't know how Lebanon used to used to. This isn't this isn't even how the problem. It's a douchey thing that he wrote, but this is what annoyed me. It's he dropped a two-minute video. I'm back on the waiters, keep the service be Lebanon, but and he's basically shitting on waiters for three minutes. And he said so many things that are wrong that I just had to fucking. I was compelled to talk about it. The service in the restaurants in Lebanon this year is super bad, and it's literally catastrophic. Bonjour, bonjour. Hey, that's the subject. Sera bel air café cette les amènes. So yeah, là, now is the time. Les bénins qui demandent que tire marouf, and all service fee is perfect, and people are super kind until this season. Ou fi many reasons la hida le mandou. Ou la hida qu'on hala chou ben espela elle. Awal raison, il y a acquis que nos places are fully booked. Ou imkin maan bela chou. Tene raison, il y a many restaurant owners aloulieha. And all the good waiters. Okay, so hey, just please be careful what he said here. He said, "Oh, like the restaurant owners aloulieha." So. Part of the problem, which is the restaurant owners, who are the ones who are underpaying employees, etc. The restaurant owners, hey, the Aluliya, so guys, you have to trust them. The restaurant owners who are also paying me money to come to their restaurants and give it a positive review on Instagram. There is left to Qatar and Doha for better opportunities during the World Cup. And Lebanese people are so intelligent, so they look at the people who are here, and they look at the people who are here, and they look at the people who Third reason I don't want to waiting is not a, it's a stressful fucking job. It's a shitty ass job. I've, I know, I was, I've worked as a waiter. I've worked as a waiter. I've worked as a waiter too in the States at a Lebanese restaurant called Almaza for about a year. La chef Elif Ghali, Chef Eli, Tahiyatna. Uh, it's hard. Being a waiter is very stressful. In the States, you have professional waiters that make a fucking good-ass salary on that shit. But you can't train new waiters? That is the dumbest excuse. Okay, I'm sure some great senior-level restaurant managers they found jobs. But that's always happened. But no. Waiters are underpaid. 
وبس انا بالنسبه لي هيدي الخزون مانا فالابل وما خص الكاستمرز تتحملها وهلا رح لكم ليش This is the main reason. I, I love how how passionate you're getting about this, Max. Okay, I mean, what's again? What's his source for this? The restaurant owners. So the guys who are underpaying these waiters. I mean, the problem isn't that we're underpaying them, yeah, Joy. It's the fact that all the good waiters are gone. Hey, the heel mishle. So. And no, for some, bro, you spend all your time in restaurants. Ma ulbet ul shi hal adde habal. Yani, oh, and it's not an excuse. You're underpaid. It's not an excuse to to be fucking pissed off and slack off at your job. What that when your boss ul matam am bifawit. صاروا كل المطاعم عم بيشرجوا بالدولار عم كل شيء مثل 1500 اسعار كانوا مثل ما كانوا قبل بس المعاشات are are literally slave wages so they shouldn't be upset joy tasidi شوف شو رح يقول بعدين انه we're all struggling with money بالنسبه لي مشكل لازم ينحل بين restaurant owners and waiters هذا ما خص الكاستمر يفوت فيه للمشكله اول شيء لانه why would waiters be underpaid as al restauration هي السيكتور الوحيد اللي ماشي بلبنان and restaurants are making a lot of money and we are paying a lot there يعني Prices are not the same. Yelikeno besoda. Now prices are. Ask your friends, the restaurant owners who are paying you three hundred dollars to take them sura on on sahnon and put on Instagram. Instead of giving you that fucking money, they could be paying their employees. Alam mauha, but he just contradicted the jumla before. There's nothing he says that is correct here. No, I didn't. They're underpaid. Mauha. Hey, they're hey, they're underpaid. Yeah, he's saying it as in like it's their problem to deal with. You have to deal with it. Back in 2019, and more, and we're paying a lot more than we used to. So the restaurant owners should pay their employees more. Yeah, Joy, that should be your conclusion. If you get paid more, your job's more valuable to keep. Treated with more respect. But it's up to the waiter to to solve that with the owner. And you need to go and enjoy your ceviche. Very hard job, but after all, when they signed up for this job, I contracted محتوت الدبيو بدو. So it's not a reason to بعدين إنه يكون سيرفيس بعد وما يعملوا شغلهم مثل. Bro, كمان هو الإيديت. Bro, وقت مدجو كونتراون معاشهم كان ديزون سبعة مية دولار. بعد ثلاث شهور صار معاشهم يلي كان سبعة مية دولار صار it's worth ميتين دولار مية دولار. The con contracts between don't mean shit unless you're signing a contract today and you're very clear. You know, but but fresh hick, but but hick. Allah hey, that the saida. Few people that signed contracts years ago that haven't changed. They signed for. Can I be about five hundred dollars in Lebanon? Hell, I'm about to say the shit, but it's now worth fifty dollars. So again, what you're saying is very stupid. Until now, we are underpaid. No, but you know, we're all going to work and we're all doing. Best said, but the at this point, in Lebanon, we're we're killing. We're underpaid. Two weeks ago, we we talked about this comment that Joy Tassidi's left. What is your full-time job? Hello, Joy. I'm a full-time content creator and social media influencer. And yes, that's a real job. Before you all start your lame jokes, then he says. Then he says this. He says this will seem so rude, but you asked for it. I'm probably making more than you and your entire family a month. Continue laughing. So sorry, Joy. What the hell about you? كلنا عم نعاني وكلنا we're underpaid. I don't fucking believe you, buddy. Let's just go back a few seconds. That's the name is Kanzo Paris. One minute twenty-five. We're going back. So I don't believe you when you say that you're underpaid. In Lebanon, till now we are underpaid. No, but you know we're all going to work and we're all doing our jobs perfectly. No, ما حدا عم بيأثر بالشغلو لأنه we are underpaid. Also, let's not forget, you know, waiters should be more intelligent and give people a good time so that we leave good tips. لأنه after all, a big part of the salary of a waiter are the tips, يعني. See waiters, you guys are just idiots. You're not intelligent enough to give good service to get good tips. أنتو حميد. Just use your those tiny little waiter brains that you have. Those tiny little little waiter brains. You're too stupid to go to Dubai to get a better job, so you're stuck here being a little stupid waiter. My heck, according to Joy Tassi Design saying that. 
او مثلا السيرفيس عم بيكون عجات سوبر عاطل ومش بس باي ذا واي بالريستورانتس كمان حتى بالانو شوبس انه فور شوبينج وهيك كمان زيت الشيء يلا ناو اتس يور تيرن انتوا تقولوا لي كيف عم تلاقوا السيرفيس بلبنان ليتلي وخبروني اذا عندكم شي خبريه بباد سيرفيس بمطرح معين ويلا فولو فور مور واو انجيجمنت He's blaming everyone except the real problem, which was the restaurant owners. But he's in the pocket of restaurant owners. Exactly. So he's just got to please the masters that pay him his salaries. And weirdly enough, he's going to be on our good friend Jad Ardakani's podcast. Jad Ardakani. Jad. Is collecting all of the. Jad, your guests. No comment. He's and I said and I said it on Instagram. He's collecting the Infinity uh, War gauntlet <laughs> of shitty guests. Hala Zid, Joy Tassidis, the Thanos of podcast. he took it to another level. Joy Tassidis threatened to sue us. The other guests that that Jad had never threatened to sue us. Hey, that he literally threatened to sue us. So I'm interested in seeing. Hala, Jad, I give you permission to ask him about the lawsuit. This time. You have my blessing. <laughs> But just you know, today I'm a guest on the John Jaded Pod by Jad Ardakani. State. You think he would come on our show? Maybe Ben Zaman. He would have come on our show. Ben Zaman, maybe. But hell, I No, he's explaining what a blogger is. What is it? But listen, food food bloggers, bro. It's you. I'm a food blogger. I'm a blogger. I'm a blog. You used to have a blog. Bloggers like writing stuff on a website. It was a website that used to write stuff. Hell, but you're going to sell the ads. I'll give you 200 dollars to sell the nachos. Ooh, very good nachos. They melt the cheese. Ooh, yum, jador, jador. That's not blogging. You are a walking commercial. You're a walking advertisement. You're for sale, basically. We pay you <laughs> to say that this restaurant is good. Hey, anyways, enough, enough joy to see these. Naji Zakaria, folks, Naji Zakaria. Popstar in the making. We love him, man. We had we had some dark moments with him with, uh, when he beat when he slapped his cat <laughs> in that video. And I think it was fine. I don't think it was that violent. Elijah and Noor were a bit more... Like looking back at it. It wasn't that bad. Not that bad. It wasn't that bad. Nahna, we forgive. It's more than a tap. It's a little slap. It was a little slap. Light slap. And I forgive Naji Zakaria. But we've kept him away from the show. And I had this one video of him. Just because his boobs were... He's wearing a very tight shirt. I just wanted to watch it. But that a patron of ours, Julien Malouf. Julien, thank you. And I only remember Julian because and I get a lot of DMs on Instagram and I always forget to, to highlight people who send me stuff because I get too many yeah. DMs. But if you send me a DM on a Patreon, folks, not only will I read it, I will remember your names. Extra reason yeah, to support us on a Patreon. I read all my patron uh, DMs. Instagram, not really. But if you guys want me to read something, if you pay money, I'll read it. That's <laughs> not what I mean. But no. Julian, thank you for sending this. Let's he didn't send this. He sent the other three. But hey, did just his boobs. Hi, your choice. مرحبا يا جماعة أيام الخير لما كنا نروح نعبي تانكة بنزين السيارة ببلاش أما اليوم غسيل السيارة أصبح باهظ يعني تقريبا بحدود الخمسمية ألف ليرة مع أنه متوفر كتير المي بالمحطات يا جماعة غسلوا سياراتكم حد البيت شو عم بيغسلوا لنا اياها بميه زمزم؟ سو فور اني ون فورغوت ناجي زكريا از ا رينوند تشيبو يعني اف ذير از سم هي اذا بشوف حدا عم بياكل ساندويش من مطعم من مطعم بينيك امه اي كان ميك ات تشيبر هيز نون فور ذات هيز سون اسكس فور فود بيعمل له ايه هون هو يعني هيز نون فور ريفيوزينغ تو جو تو ريستورانتس هي جوز تو سوبر ماركتس اند هي جيتس ايفريثينغ فور تشيب ويتش از واي ذيس ثري ادز ار كايند اوف بيربلكسينغ بيكوز 
our boy Najee's trying to promote restaurants, which is yes. the thing that he's he's the most against. If Najee's against one thing, is wasting your money. The example, like Minzamin, he had that video. He was like, Lish, Lish, but the Tfalu, La Sahib al Matam, to who he to vacance, one I don't It's like, I'm going to cook at home and I'm going to save that money. One I don't save it for you. This man, folks, is now a sellout. Let's watch. شو طالع عبالك يا بيي والله يا بيي عبالي شاورما دجاج تكرم عينك يا بيي بتعرف انا ما بدخل عليك ما بخلي شيء بعينك ما تقلي بالبيت لا يا بيي هلا الحقنا وجينا تكرم عينك بس انت بتعرف انا بدي شيء اربعه لاشبه اربعه يا بيي يا بيي اربعه بدي احط لي شيء مليونين ليره يعني لا يا بيي شو مع خبر شو يا بيي شو النمبر 1 عم من اربع شاورما دجاج 500000 ليره ايش تحكي يا بيي معقول ايه هلا هون اربعه 500000 بس يا جماعة أربع سندويشات بيشبعوا جمل. Okay, like this is this makes sense. It's a this cheap. This works for his content. Yeah, you know? this is a cheap fucking restaurant, and this works. So at least I like the twist, and it's cheap as fuck. So for that, it works. And I thought he would be a perfect sponsor for supermarkets. Exactly. Spinnies, make him the face of Spinnies. He's the new Colonel. He's Colonel Sanders. Supermarkets. But uh, he's only getting hired by restaurants. Oh, and this is another restaurant. That's the Naji we know and love. I love the acting. Conditions. تعميق بالمطعم بس الغيف واحد. Any more ما بتعميق. خلاص يعني بتاكل بس في روس. شبع جمال. Ask her the question. But do Bahdilla la bifoot is gonna not let her do her job. I don't know if we need to finish this, but then let's. Out of respect for Najee, we're gonna finish watching this video. People paid for this video? People paid for this. He got paid. Oh, Akalu Balish. The Shada deal, who it is. Muntami, Sandwich Balish. They pay for his cab home. Bro, we have to beg for patrons, you know what I mean? And they're getting they're getting paid for these fucking videos. He has a third ad coming. 
I know, I know you're dying to watch the third one, but you're gonna die. I am actually. Well, I love Shufu Kifnati, the He's just like standing there waiting for the guy to tell him he food. Like this is a per this is a good ad. Lano someone it fits and ingredients. Shut up ingredients. This is great, yeah, Naji. But no, I don't like I'm happy, bro. Naji cash the motherfucking checks, bro. Do it. Life is short. You're old. You don't know how long this TikTok thing is gonna last for you. Haliba. Great. And I'm super happy for you, man. You got Anjad all my respect. It's just funny that a man who was so anti-restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird to see, bro. I can't yeah, and I never Imagining Naji Adi Matam Ambitlub Ekelu Ambitfa like a bill, I can't imagine him. Ambitfa'al. He's probably his insides, he's so conflicted. Who Ambitfa'al Fetura? He's like, oh my, I can't believe I'm gonna spend money at a restaurant. This goes against everything I believe in. So we love Naji. I would love to meet Naji, but Sawir Ma'a video would be the most exhausting fucking thing, bro. I feel it would be, I don't have it in me anymore, folks. And after the few documentaries that I've done, after the Joseph Merayborn, I don't documentary. It's being edited. Nadim <laughs> is editing it now. Uh, it's going to take a while, folks. You can't rush art. You can't rush a masterpiece. This is going to be a special little film. So give us our time. You're going to get something special. If you rush it, it's going to be Al Iyer. But then I'm Yeah, roll Dexter Trump, please. Yeah, roll Dexter Trump. So this guy, show us my ocean, the husky, or the ocean husky, or. Um, Let's see how this guy's and I kind of compare his stuff. Okay, so it's the ocean dot husky. Kind of it reminds me of your stuff. I know it's different, but so no, you're doing like clever edits, editing. Who he uses a lot of like deep fakes, who AI, who AI voice. Hey, but this is and I just hearing Trump. I'm talking Arabic, bro. It's so funny. this is one he has a lot of funny edits this one uses Joseph Mirai. Uh, very funny. We rarely highlight things that we find funny on the show. We're constantly just shitting on other things. Best unknown. We're almost done, folks. We're almost done. Be patient with us. We got a little monkey. Our little friend Kubo. Kubo the monkey. Yadit Noor was here just to see how adorable this little guy is. Look at that little monkey. Look at that little monkey. Shoot monkey. Look at him, his little wee wee. He's a little pee pee. He's smiling and he's all relaxed. Are you the monkeys? I don't know. Why? Bro, he's adorable. It's like a very hairy child. Exactly. He's so fucking cute. <laughs> Lebanese. Okay, oh, nasty bread. Nah, hey, bro. Shifta Twitter, bro. I think. I don't know what country this is in. Just watch this, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, get him off. Yeah, you're getting, you're totally getting these flies off. Shufala, but he's gonna fold it. All right, yeah, you're getting him off. Oh, bro, he got like seven flies in there. I want to go down and burn this entire bakery and everyone who's working in it. Let's watch it again. What the fuck? This is so disgusting, bro. Flick it off. Yeah, yeah, flick it off. Great. Count. Let's try to count how many. Bro, there's at least like four. Five. There's at least like five in there. But. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like instead of raisins, you know what I mean? <laughs> instead of raisin bread or olive bread, we thought like, uh, make it, make it Lebanese people in Ottawa. I don't know, Ahmed. So, Ottawa folks, Lebanese, Saint Sherbel Parish, every year, we talked about them last year. They make the biggest Lebanese sandwich, this year, they're more Lebanese than we are here, Lebanese, bro. We're going to have to mute a lot of this. We're going to have to mute it. We're going to have to mute it. Contest. last year. You got. It looks like a clip from last year. It's the same. We don't need to watch this, but there's some. There's a few others that are funny. Hey, the show. Let's see what we can watch. That isn't uh, Le Café. Welcome, Welcome to the coffee tent. Let's make some Lebanese coffee. Haram, bro. It's so cringy. Let's make some Lebanese coffee. Our Lebanese coffee is Turkish coffee. Yeah, this is Turkish coffee, guys. <laughs> this is Turkish coffee. Brother Anjed, like who? I don't know what they're up to in Ottawa, bro. I don't know what they're doing. The souvenir tent, oh, God bless it, madame. Hey, no, that's religious. How is this Lebanese related? It's like the it's like the gift shop about Harissa. Hey, no, I, I think someone should tell her that you know a lot of people are religious and believe not just Lebanese people. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just playing the parts that are non-copyrighted that we can enjoy. It's just fun to get a little... Oh, holy shoot, the bakery. <laughs> Bro, why did you leave? Le Some people shouldn't leave Lebanon, Pez. You know? Like she looks so unhappy. <laughs> Some of these people should stay here, bro. It's not like... It's nothing. I think this manushi does look fucking fire. This look, as the Zatar looks good. This man, Ushi looks fucking good. Okay, won't you finish on behind the Come in, I think they beat the record of longest Lebanese sandwich. Welcome to the grill. Can somebody mix with their own record? Really? They use the Lahme song? Do you know this one? I had the Ablo before your time. You know, I'm tired of the Lahme. I do it. I know it. Because the Madrasi what? It's not that old. It's old. Way too many turnips. Way too many tomatoes. But no. Mm. Still look kind of good. Pita's gire, Camino. What's the final video we have? This looks here? like Chef Talia from Greece. Shoo? This looks like Chef Talia from Greece. Oh, well, no, no, shoo. Welcome to the burger! Shoo, that's the burger? Holy Lebanese burger? Box fries. What the fuck is this? This is so USA. Yeah, this, uh, Just look disgusting. Anyways, they beat the record for the longest Lebanese sandwich. They all did it together. Again. We beat the record again. <laughs> okay? 
Next year they're gonna beat it again. God bless you. I think Mahad and Aish Adon Holy the Lebanese Adin be Ottawa. I kinda wanna go live with them, bro. Simpler life, simpler times. Go go celebrate. I decided them and lift sandwich Lebanon Khayyatawin and Salah Lebanese coffee. Type. So I'm not sure if I want to talk about this because I know Snow White. The remake. Let's talk about this. Snow White, folks, they're remaking it. I'm live action remake. The live action Little Mermaid, the live action Lion King. Disney's out of ideas. They're just remaking. Hollywood's out of ideas. They're just remaking their cartoons into live action movies. They're running out of ideas. People have been freaking. Every time they change a character's race, if someone was white in a cartoon, they become black. They freak out. Oh, you're going woke. You're ruining this. Go woke, go broke, etc. People are freaking out. Snow White. But I kind of understand them. I understand them. But no. Disney either stop fucking remaking these movies, either remake them the way they were, or, or stop fucking making them. This is my opinion. So, Snow White, currently people are freaking out and they're pissed off at Snow White for multiple reasons. First of all, uh, the actress who plays Snow White, this is my Rachel Zegler. She's half Colombian. She's gorgeous. Elijah She's and I both stunning. agree. She's wow. beautiful. She's we were fangirling Ali, I'm sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm in love with her. What can I say? But people have pointed out that she's half Colombian and she's not exactly white. Male. <laughs> in that case, look, I normally I don't care, but so the character is called Snow White, so like it's literally in the name. Her Brown most, white. her most, uh, I guess, prominent characteristic is that her skin is as fair as and as white fuck. as snow. So I guess in that reason, and I guess you could have hired a white person, and would it have been that bad? I don't want to sound racist by an obedient person. Like she is kind of a little darker skinned. It's fine. It's fine, but so when the movie is called Snow White, it is kind of weird when Snow White isn't Snow White. Again, I don't care, and I'm not one of the. I did not give a shit that the Little Mermaid was black. You know what I'm saying? Because it it it, it, it does nothing to affect that character. But making Snow White like uh, a Colombian lady, you know, it's like Black Panther's got to be black. There's no wiggle room there. I find that much weird, but so I'm like, okay, that's a casting choice. They knew they were gonna get some shit for it, but that's fine. Then we look at what they did to the dwarves, the seven dwarves. <laughs> this has gotten everybody fucking freaking out. Now, the, even saying the word dwarves, that might be considered uh, insensitive. I don't know what the correct little people, that might be the correct term. They're Anyways, not little people, must be one. The dwarves in, in, in the, like Snow White, look, it's a cartoon. Like, I don't even think they're meant to be real little people. They're just meant to be you know, these fantasy dwarves. Dwarves mm. exist in all sorts of fantasy, like World of Warcraft, Lord of the Rings. Dwarves are dwarves. They're like these fantastical creatures. But we live in a... People are a bit more sensitive. A few, like maybe a year ago, Peter Dinklage, the most famous little person actor in the world, came out and was like, I heard they're remaking the Snow White movie. I hope they don't treat the dwarves as... These fucking idiots like they did in the cartoon. It's offensive. So, look, I'm not a little person. I don't know how it feels like to be shown in movies and to be portrayed as a dwarf or as a hater. So what I'm going to say I like is... To be fair, dwarf... No, usually, dwarfs... Little people portrayed in movies is usually like... Childlike, which is not accurate at all. Yeah, they're, they're goofy or they're silly or they're, they're not used... Like, they're literally like adults, but no, which is... A medical condition, you know? Yeah, I know. So this is what the dwarves look like now. <laughs> they're just normal. They look like hippies, basically. They look like... There's one little person. And you got, like, just... This guy in the back with a beard. You got two... At least one woman. Maybe two women. But it looks like just one woman. It's just that they're calling them a diverse group of, like, magical people. That's what they're referred to. They're magical people. People are, like, kind of angry. Do I care? No, but are these the seven dwarves? No. They're just some s seven fucking weirdos living in a forest. I <laughs> Like, okay, so Dijah the movie Snow White isn't 
Snow White. She's not the fairest of them all. Brown Maybe they mean fairest as in the most beautiful. She is beautiful. She qua- I don't give a fuck. And these are the seven magical people. And there was an interview that they did with Rachel Zegler. Look, I have it. I have. We're not gonna. And if the like article. it might be a good. No, it's a remake. They have to change things. But They're he, remaking. So, but this is what Rachel Zegler said in an interview. She said she's not gonna be dreaming about true love. Uh, Zegler told Variety, she's dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be and the leader that her late father told her that she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave, and true. People are making these jokes about ours being the PC Snow White, where it's like, yeah, it is, because it needed that, she told EW. The original is extremely dated when it comes to the ideas of women being in roles of power and that what a woman is fit for in the world. And told Extra TV, the original cartoon came out in 1937, and very evidently so. There's a big focus on her love story with a guy who literally stalks her. Weird. So we didn't do that this time. It okay. is so weird. We will, uh, will cartoon. She's underage. We should this guy who's like in 20. Oh, she was underage? Yeah. I was like, just don't fucking remake it then. That's what I have to say. If you're changing everything about it, how is this fucking Snow White? It's the story about, bro, the prince saved her. He kissed her. I haven't seen it in fucking years, bro. So no, she, was, she ate the fucking apple. She's asleep. They're like, the prince, the only way to save her is to kiss her. It was like a little fucking cute fairy tale. It's a power, empowerment. Do I need to be a leader? The seven uh, magical fair, people. Yeah, and I've watched a lot of Disney movies. specifically. I still do, Yanni. They're very nice. Damn, they portray this girl. Absolutely. So they're trying to fix that up, which is good. Yeah, but at the cost of what? And you're not telling Snow White anymore. She wants to become a leader. You can watch the cartoons. I don't care. I, I'm not. But so to me, this is one time where I'm like, you know, maybe not. They've not gone too far. But so like, what are you doing? Why are you even remaking Snow White? If none of it, if the story is gonna change, who's gonna care? One word. People like money. But they're they're not even making that much <laughs> money. Gonna make money. Not really, bro. Especially what like, they can spark controversies. Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid barely broke even. Little Mermaid okay. just made its budget back worldwide. It did okay in the states internationally. It did not do well. This, bro, who wants to watch Snow White and the Seven Magical Weirdos in the Forest? The magical hippies. And there's no love. Like again, I don't give a fuck. It's not made for me. But all the women who loved it, they're like, there's no love story. Why the fuck am I gonna watch it? Anyways, I don't know, man. They made a Snow White like a few years ago, a Snow White and the Huntsman. I never fucking watched that either. I don't well, give a fuck. I, like, I used to have this insane crush on Kristen Stewart. Anala, <laughs> she annoyed me. Always looked constipated. I don't want to sound like a grandpa here. Like they're changing the come in. So the son of the, the the son of the man who directed the original Snow White, and Ibn Hala today he's ninety years old. Yeah. He's ninety. I'm in an interview with him. Uh, he's like, it's a whole different concept, and I just totally disagree with it. And I know my dad and Walt Disney would also very much disagree with it. He called it a disgrace that Disney is trying to do something new with something that was such a great success. He literally called it woke. He said, they're making up new woke things, and I'm just not into any of that. He's 90 years old, and his man should be dead. Yeah, this, man was around, this man was around when slavery was still a thing. And, so in his opinion, shouldn't be taken seriously. Nope. So it's just, best know, they've kept nothing from the original, like... I hope they'll make... But coming to knowing Disney and watching all their other remakes, it's going to be shitty. Yeah, no, they're not... Lion King was bland as fuck. Little Mermaid was... Lion King was so... was ass. L- Little Mermaid was just a copy of the cartoon, bro. And it was fine, but it's like... It does nothing better than the cartoon. You know what I mean? Aladdin was... Eh. They're all just I'm fucking... I just find them pointless. Like, why? I'm going to shish It's just money. Disney just an IP. But no, I'd love to know what you guys think about... Well, Colombian uh, Snow White, she's beautiful, she's Stunning. gorgeous, but she's, Stunning. you know, it doesn't matter if her skin isn't Snow White. Do you care that the seven dwarves are now seven hippies, seven magical people who smoke weed? 
That's what it looks like, bro. One of the dwarves used to be a stoner anyway. Sleepy, right? Wasn't he the stoner? Let's know secretly. Secretly, yeah. Implied. Wink, wink. Uh, also, Misha Hinzal in Lebanon because Gal Gadot is playing the evil witch. So, Anjad? yeah. So, Misha, don't So, none of us are gonna watch Snow White in Lebanon. Like the role fits her. It fits her. Well, actually, it would piss off because Walt Disney hated Jewish people. Walt Disney was like a, a crazy anti-Semite. So, for there to be like a, an Israeli actress in a Disney movie, that's probably gonna piss him off. And that's gonna. We don't like Gal Gadot here. But I don't know. She's hot as well. Yeah, Walt Disney <laughs> hates her even more than we do. If anybody hates Gal Gadot more than we do, it's Walt Disney. Like, and I like her. Really? I hate Gal Gadot. She's so pretty. It was bro, she can't act. Like, I hate... Her accent, like, it's, like, very soothing. There's so much baggage that comes with her that I find her ugly now. Like, you know what I mean? True, true. When she did that Imagine song during COVID, Imagine Well, that was her idea, bro. That's the cringiest fucking thing. So she... I hate her. I really don't like her, bro. Nah, I'm a human. I don't know. Are you pro-Zionist? Objectively... She pretty. I mean, she's pretty. I keep remove all the baggage. And she's pretty. Background, okay. So there's just too much. Like, my husband, like, yeah. I, I hate her personality. Yeah. Uh, with all that said, folks, God bless you. Thank you. Don't you dare tell me what not to talk about on this pod. comment. Don't talk about the Gal Gadot. Hello, Anne. Okay. Uh, let's thank our new patrons once again, Bonnie and Tare Eo. Thank you guys so much. We love you. If you guys want to support us, you want to get a shout out on this podcast, uh, support us on Patreon. You'll get to give you all a little shout out. Uh, thanks some of our blonde. TikTok. I'd like to thank some other blonde patrons like El Jejib, Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, Julien Malouf, Miss Blacksmith, and Marianne S. And superhero patrons like Joito, Ryan Nabulsi, Ned, Kevin Massad, Bonnie, Bonnie. And our God-tier patrons, Jessica and Rafatvaki and Burgery. I know I said that last time, but I am going to plan a Zoom call with the patrons. I'm also trying to figure out how to live stream so I can start doing like Patreon-exclusive live streams. Maybe live streams on this channel sometime. You'll get a little bit of me ranting. Why not? Uh, Elijah, anything to add? Anything you'd like to say? It is good to be back. We'll I see you. I will hope I will be here next. We'll see you in five weeks, six Lala. weeks. Like and I was like I said, I was switching jobs. Everything was hectic. Allah, it should be more stable. Inshallah. 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 No, that was never part of the deal. <laughs> Anyways, God bless you guys, and as always.